You've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Hello and welcome to the My Mind Podcast. The only show where we just talk about what is on his mind. And there is a lot today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the My Mind Podcast with Stephen Taylor. I am Stephen Taylor. You wouldn't believe it. The guy who hosts his own podcast is hosting his own podcast. How about that? This is episode 69, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we've come, we've, we're there, we're there, we're at 69. I have no longer have Zikovit, which has been nice. Uh, everyone's kind of had a different experience on it, I suppose, but mine was pretty, pretty uneventful, which was really nice, actually. Yeah. I still got a bit of a sore throat, actually, now that, like, the more that I think about it, but I seem to be okay. But how have you guys been? Well, that's good. Well, I always said you deserve that pay rise. Yep. Well, sometimes in business or life, you just need to take on more. And when you figure out you can take more and you can handle more, suddenly it doesn't seem so big. Ah, yeah, it's always a big step to kind of push yourself forward progressively, but you did it. You made it. Congratulations. Anyway, we'll talk later. Okay. 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 Let me get back to this. Okay. So this week I spent it back at work, which was nice. I had a good time. Work's always, well, you know, work's work, but I can't really complain about it. But I kind of got thinking about what I would want to do if I wasn't a chef. And I always entertain, in my head, I always entertain the idea of being, you know, a, a writer, director, producer even. Not like a wine scene producer, just like a bog standard producer. I really like that old school, I think it was a remake, actually. But it was um, this old Mel Brooks movie called... called The Producers. I'm pretty sure it is a remake or it used to be a Broadway musical. But anyway, Mel Brooks was in it. No, Mel Brooks. Yeah, Mel Brooks was in it actually. But it was Nathan Lane, Matthew Broderick and Uma Thurman. And it just looked like all they did, the, the whole movie was about how these producers were trying to get a stage show written and how to sell it and make heaps of money from this Broadway production. Which, you know, doesn't, I'm not a musical guy. I've seen musicals, don't get me wrong. But the, the, the whole lifestyle of, of being a producer just seems quite lavish and quite nice. Because you're like, or you, like you're just producing material. <laughs> you're just pro- producing quality of material. You're not really, 
you don't really have to exert much talent. Like really, I guess if you're a producer, you just have to kind of be like a really good negotiator, which I wouldn't be very good at, I don't think. I think I'd do okay, but I succumb to someone else's needs before my own. It's like too quickly. That's kind of like my downfall. But, you know, it's all good. Uh, we'd, uh, actually, in other news, um, we've, I know it's been, I know you're all asking for the third Matrix iteration and we're working on it. We just had a bit of technical difficulties with the, the audio. James and I are working effortlessly to ensure that we give you guys the best product that we can. And we will. This, it's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be the best episode of this. Well, maybe not the best episode, but it'll be a really, really good episode. How about that? And it'll be on 70 as well. I've rethought the break as well. I'm not going to, I'm just going to, I think I said it last week. I'm just going to keep on all the week before. I'm just going to keep on, keep it on. I love doing this show and I'm just going to keep on doing it. No matter what, whether it succeeds, fails, whatever. I'm okay with it because I like doing this show. I like talking to you guys. But I was at the, I was at the pub last week, all the weekend just gone, and I went there to meet my wife for a drink. And uh, initially, I was just going there to pick her up because she was out having a drink with a friend. And then she was like, "Oh, no, you should come in. You should come in." I was like, "Oh," reluctantly. I was like, "Oh." I don't think I want to. And then I I went, I, I thought, oh, okay, why not? You know, go in, have one beer and then, you know, just sit around, talk. Yeah, you got to work in the morning, but you've done it a gazillion times before and you've had a lot more beers than just one. So I went in there and, you know, the, you know, dancing, everyone was dancing, having a good time, which was great. It's great to see. It's nice to see after COVID that people can still go out and have a nice time without the mask, without the hassle, without the the plastic screens. Because there's so many precautions that pe- like the precautions people were taking or still are taking to the COVID. It, I don't know. There's like a point where it just seems ridiculous. Like everyone's wearing gloves. People have like face masks on and they have like the plastic screen like between <laughs> the bar and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. At, at some point it just got like over precautious, you know, people had to, you know, you had to stand 1.5 meters away, even on TV, like you see a panel of guests and they're all 1.5 meters away. Like that's, that's insane. Don't like all, if you're going to do like a a panel show like that, you know, it's a little bit off topic, but wouldn't, uh, isn't everybody like tested and cleared that they're COVID positive or negative when they're in like such close proximity? At least you can't tell me that they're standing in the break room, right? After they've just been on TV and they're just, you know, sharing donuts and coffee or whatever and they're 1.5 meters away. No way. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm a bit of a skeptic. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the world just got a bit crazy for a minute. <laughs> the world still is crazy. I don't, I don't think the world ever stopped being crazy. I think people just notice more crazy more. Yeah, it, maybe it's a generational thing. It's like in the 60s and 70s, you know, there was like this massive revolution of music for one and human rights and, and everything else. It kind of, you know, it changed the world. And now like our revolution is spread through 
sickness <laughs> sickness and like bitcoin wealth <laughs> and like being being in inverted commas woke or whatever it's insane uh i don't understand where we kind of go now right like where what is up and what is down from here is up being more aware of people in power to for them to do more for us or is down us following them into like the 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 twitter dungeons or whatever you know i don't get it i don't understand where we go not to get like too deep and like philosophical but it's nuts isn't it isn't it really really like i i'm a chef and when i was you know in my early years as a chef you would follow who you respected the most right so i followed uh james from one job to another job and it was cool and you know one of one of our friends did as well and it was like we were this cool like road crew man eh? like we were like traveling chefs even though we only went from like one job to another but it you know because i i respected him so much and shout out james Shout out Mr. Kurgan. And I, I, you know, I respected him a lot. And not that. It wasn't like an ass kissy thing. It was just like, I know how he works. And I know that he'll respect the work that I do. So I wouldn't I follow him, right? Because, you know, we can work well together. We know how to work with each other. But now, I'd, you know, it, it seems detrimental to follow someone from job to job. Like in my own experience. Like I wouldn't expect someone to follow me if i had a job offering if i had a job to offer i would offer it to people that um like one don't have a job two and i knew i knew they could work right because they're the people you want to work with you people that you can work well with right not that i'm offering anyone a job but that's <laughs> that's kind of where yeah i don't know i see it as like detrimental now i guess maybe because i'm older like i wouldn't want if I left the job I had now, I wouldn't want the apprentice from my, my job, my current job now to follow me to a new place. Because like, A, I wouldn't know if I had a job and B, like, it's detrimental to their career. You know, they should stay. They should stay. They should, they should leave because they want to leave, not leave to follow me, right? Because that's not what it's about. It's not about blindly following people. Oh, he left. Now I'm going to leave. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> you should leave because you want to leave. The reason anyone leaves any job shouldn't be because someone else left that's just it's not that's not your path then that's you're following someone else do you know what i'm saying like you shouldn't be you shouldn't be the sheep you should be the shepherd <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah you know sometimes it is it's so detrimental that there's there's more chiefs than there are indians because sometimes you do need to follow but you need to follow the person in the job not to another job. And I, I know, I'm getting a bit ranty. Anyway, so I was at the pub. And I went in there and uh, I, got, I got a beer. And we're just sitting there talking. And my wife accidentally spilled beer on someone's coat. And I, you know, she, she apologized. And, and I said to the couple, I said, oh, let me buy you guys a drink. Because, you know, I'm a nice person. 
and it sucks having any drinks spilled on it whether you know it, it was accidental or on purpose whatever i'm confident it was accidental and i said oh i'll buy you a drink and they're like no no, no don't worry and so I, you know he went to the the guy went to go up and get a drink and i followed him and i said oh mate let me let me buy you around you know because my wife spilled a drink like i'm very sorry because that's what people do you know it's a nice it's a nice gesture and it's also humanizing because like i said the world got a bit funny after covid or still in covid right so i said let me let me buy you guys around you know please it's it's a nice thing to do and then you know, he, he declined, like most people would. If someone offered to buy me a drink, I'd probably decline, especially over something so frivolous as a spilt drink. And I declined. Uh, sorry, he declined. So, you know, so I walked back to the table, sat down. And then, you know, he can he continued to dance with his partner or whatever. And then he said, and then, you know, the music stopped and he comes over and he's like, mate, that was a really nice gesture. It's not often that that will happen. And I said, oh, you know, it's, it's just how I was brought up, you know, brought up to respect others because we all inherit the same earth. We all walk the same plane, right? There's one world, we all live on it. <laughs> you, know, you know, not to get too deep, excuse me, not to get like incredibly deep, but they're the, they're the rules of living on planet earth. You have to share it. <laughs> That's like the one rule of the planet is that where you've walked before, someone else has walked before you. And that's just how it is. And he was like, oh, that's, you know, that's, an, you know, a really nice gesture. You know, thank you. You know, because it's not often people will, are just so selfish these days. And I said, oh, well, you know, the art of being, uh, doing things face to face and person to person is, you know, somewhat lost. It's getting lost now because of the COVID and because of YouTube and the Facebooking and and all that and i'm slandering them they're all tools but it's how you use the tools that makes a real difference i've had the last uh, day and a half off now and i just found my face like buried in my phone for like even no probably like the last week just going through like getting stuck in like watching youtube videos or whatever and like the reels and stuff and it's just so detrimental to my own thought process that you don't you start to not think independently you start to think what's fed to you through the youtube algorithm or whatever which you know is detrimental to your own thought detrimental 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 sorry i just it's like my word of the day <laughs> detrimental yo sorry anyway so <laughs> So, you know, he goes on and on and, and I said, you know, we start talking about it and whatnot. And then he says, you know, I don't really care what people think. of me." I said, oh, that's cool, man. Eh? And he was like, you know, I do Facebook live and I just, you know, if I, a cool song comes on, I'll do like a Facebook live or whatever. And I'll start dancing and having a good old time and having a good old time. I was like, man, that's awesome. That's really, you know, good on it. And he said, because there's always some, someone out there, there's someone out there on my friends list that's having a worse day than me. And I said, that's very true. And he said, I, I, you know, I want to be able to, I don't, I'll happily make a fool of myself so other people can laugh, you know, to, to make other people happy. And I said, that's very big of you. You know, that's very inspirational to hear that you would put yourself out there to selflessly, more or less, make someone else smile. And I'm sure on some level you do enjoy like dancing around and listening to music or whatever. But it's nice, you know, and people 
people like that, I think. And it's it's nice to see that people still go out of their way to help other people because, you know, like I said before, it's it's becoming so uncommon. Like if you're a, and I said, oh, you know, the, um, that's very inspirational. It's very inspiring. And he said, you should do it. You should do it. I said, oh, you know, well, what am I going to do? And then, you know, my wife said, oh, he plays guitar, plays guitar. He could do that. And I said, oh, I'm quite, I've said it before. I really struggle to sell any kind of talent I think I have. <laughs> it's just, it's never in me. It, it really, it's a hard thing for me to, because I was brought up quite humble and quite, not necessarily introverted, but uh, how would you say? I'm quite, I like, I like to be humble. I like to be grounded. I like to be, the. this is what I'm good at. I don't like to be pig-headed and arrogant and stuff like that. And I know it's, I don't have like a massive ego about certain things. And I know it's detrimental to what I'm trying to do, be a, you know, be a content creator or whatever I'm trying to do, you know. And it's, it, it sucks so much. <laughs> it, it makes it really hard when you meet new people and you try and tell people because you don't want to throw things in people's face and go, this is what I do. Enjoy it. Have it. Have it. Have it. This is what, this is the stuff I make. It consume, consume, you know. I don't, I don't want to be that person. It just, it just hurts. It hurts inside because some people feel like regret and some people feel like the ego gets fed because they know, oh, I am super talented. You guys, you should, you should be looking at all my talents, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm super talented. Yeah. Take all my talent and then, you know, pump up my tires. I hate that. I hate it, man. I hate it. So I, I don't, I don't even like reviews. <laughs> they make me uncomfortable when people say, oh, the, the best I can do. I've gotten way better at it. Like the, um, in the last probably five years when people say, you know, oh, your hair looks nice. I just say, thank you. <laughs> oh, your podcast was really good. Thank you. <laughs> so that's all I can muster. I can't muster anything other than like a basic response. It's too much. It's just too much for me. Like, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And I, you know, it's, it's nice to stay grounded and stay humble. Anyway, I met, uh, like I said, this guy and he said, you know, you should play the guitar, you know, cause you're going to change someone's outlook on life. You know, you're going to change someone's view for the day. And I said, you know, I'll think about it. I'll try and do it because it's a lot for me. It's a lot for me to do. And, you know, we started talking and he was, uh, my wife, Part of something says, oh, he actually does like an audio show and he actually does like a podcast. And then he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm telling you that you should use your talents to do to do stuff. And you're already doing it. And I said, I said, because I like I, I don't like to talk about it because I like to be grounded. It's it's one thing. It do you know how I have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Do you know how long I've had that? I've had it for nearly two years. Do you know when I sent likes to all my friends group? About five months ago. 
<laughs> it has taken me a year and a half to get the courage to send. And these are all like somewhat my friends and people I know. These are all people I've invited to like my page. And it's taken me so long to do because I don't know if it's a self-esteem thing. It's you're worried about what people think of your end product, you know? And I, I think, I think it's pretty good. I think what I have is, is pretty good. And I think what I'm going to capitalize on is, is going to make it really good as well. Like with the Patreon and, and I'm, I'm doing like YouTube shorts as well. Like some gaming ones. I'm going to try and do, um, some, some other stuff in the future. I always talk about it, but you got, you guys got to understand, like, it's such a slow process for me because not only do I have to kind of build uh, confidence to do it, I have to build, I, I, I more or less have to convince myself that it's a good idea as well. Like I, I can't afford therapy. This is my therapy, <laughs> right? So I, I have to kind of really, really, I have to try harder to put myself out there and, and do you know, different things and stuff like that. It, it really, it's really hard for me. And I'm sure I could, you know, puff on a freaking a confidence, <laughs> a confidence part. <laughs> or, you know, drink some, some Dutch courage and, you know, really go for it. But that, that's not me either. That's, that's not who I am. I'm happy to entertain. Like if I have people over, I'll happily play the guitar, but mainly, I play the guitar for me. I don't play it for other people. I know it sounds so selfish and like a little bit pig-headed, but I play other people's songs. I'm not like a douchebag. I only play my own music. No, I don't do that. I'll, I'll happily play other people's songs because I like other people's songs. I listen to other people's songs every day. There's not a day goes by that I don't listen to like at least one Johnny Cash song, if I'm not truthfully honest. Yeah. I listen, I think the top like three artists I'm listening to right now is probably Dropkick Murphys. Cause they just put out like a, they put, I think they're going to put together like a compilation of doing like Woody Guthrie songs, who is like an American folk singer who had like really cool lyricism. The Dropkick Murphys. I, I, I probably listen to at least one of their songs a day, Johnny Cash. And at the moment, probably Paul Cawthon. I like, I love, oh, I'm really into Paul Cawthon. Shout out Paul Cawthon really into Paul Cawthon at the moment. Just check out his album, uh, Country Coming Down. It's good. It's good. It's really folksy and there's some like bits of country. There's some cool, yeah. What I like, he's got this song called Country is F-U-C-K and it's as much as it's like singing about being like a country guy in America, obviously. Not obviously, but in America. And it, it's, the, the beat's just not very country. <laughs> I don't know. Like it is, but it isn't. It's cool. I, I like it. Yeah. He's cool. I like him. Yeah. But um, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of what, what my week has kind of been like. Oh, anyway. So what I, what I was saying. So I, I, the other day I ended up sending him, I said to him that night, I said, Oh, why don't I send you like my audio show and you can tell me, tell me what you think of it. And he was like, Oh, I would have preferred a video. And I said, I didn't want to say it, but in my head, I was like, you know, it took, it takes me like so long to do one Patreon episode. You go, they only go for 10 minutes, but it takes me so long. Right. Probably at least a day of a day of recording and a day of editing and adding like, you know, the background noise and whatever. 
and it, it takes me a long time to do. And then he was like, oh, you should, you know, I would have preferred, preferred a video, which is, you know, each to their own. I don't mean to, I'm not trying to make it sound nasty. Like this is just his feedback. He was like, oh, I would have preferred a video. That sounds better than like, I would have preferred a video. So I apologize. I'm not putting any specific tone, but he was like, you know, I enjoyed it, but I would have preferred a video. <laughs> And I was, I was like, in my, in my head, I was like, how would I even go about doing? I started thinking, how would I even go about doing a video for this? How how would I do a video? Would I ha- I'd have to animate it? And then I thought, how would I animate it? And then I started looking into like Adobe Animation, and that was going to cost me like a lot of money. I was like, I don't think I have the resources to <laughs> to fund this venture. I don't, I don't think I can. Like, it's it's so much scuttle, you know. Yeah, it's it's too much. Speaking of scuttle, I was so saddened to hear that Tony Scarico died. He he played a character on The Sopranos called Paulie Paulie Walnuts Goltieri, and he's probably one of my favorite characters. And he's real life. He was just a real ass dude, man. A, a, a real life gangster. He was like locked up like 27 times for, you know, being a, not even being in a gang, just being, you know, mistroubled, misspent youth, right? And he, he passed away. He was, you know, older. So rest in peace, uh, Tony. Tony Scarico. I'm at that point now where all the, I think we all are. I've got people my age and people older than me. We're at that point of, you know, your idols start to like get older. The people you idolize in your early 20s and that, you know, it starts to get older. You start to get older. They start to get And that's time. Time memorial is what it is. And it, it, it's, it sucks because there's going to be a day like Ray Liotta died, rest in peace. Michael K. Williams died. David Bowie, Prince, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting like a whole slew. James Kahn died the other week, like the Sonny Corleone from The Godfather 1. And it, it starts to get really sad. You don't know these people, but you grow up with having them as an inspiration, right? And one of my favorite James Kahn films is actually The Way of the Gun, where he just plays this hard-nosed um, bag guy <laughs> or something like that. Like, he's just a problem solver for the rich and famous. And, yeah, I love it. He's cool. He's such a, He was such a cool, like, character-driven actor. Mm. Even him in, like, the first Rollerball iteration, he was really good in that. Yeah. Rollerball. Rollerball was cool. But I'm at that point where Al Pacino and Rob Zanero will die one day. And I'll be so sad. I'll be so sad. Cause I'm I'm I would yeah, I'm proper broken up about people that I idolize dying. It's different when your when your idol is already dead, like say has already passed, sorry. Excuse my harshness, but say like Jim Morrison, like he passed before I kind of knew him, right? And Johnny Cash, that was hard for me, that one. Yeah, because I, I was like listening to his stuff in, yeah, 
probably like the early 2000s. And then I found out he was still alive and doing like the American albums. And then in like 2006, he like passed away. I was like, oh. and that was like, it. that was like a really good year of my life, 2006, but not that part though. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, so that's, that's about it really. Sorry to get really deep and sad at the last bit. I'll tell you one of my favorite lines in The Sopranos that Paulie does. He's got a lot of really good ones. But <laughs> he's mannerisms as well, you know. But I think my favorite one is when he and Tony are going, they're driving somewhere and the episode's called Remember When and Tony, uh, James Gandolfini's character, Tony Soprano says, you know, they're talking about something. And he was like, you remember that time we picked up those two hillbilly girls? He says something else. He says something else, but, you know, I won't say it. <laughs> and, and Tony Scarico's character's like, yeah. At the Haven Airs. <laughs> no, 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 it's the other way. Tony Scarico says, hey, Tony, you remember that time we picked up those two hillbilly girls? <laughs> and I don't know, just the delivery and the way he says it is just perfect. He's just, yeah, that sucks because I am a fan and then I misquoted him. Anyway. So that's it. Sorry to get really sad there at the end, but look, there's a lot of sadness in the world at the minute and we should all be very thankful that we're alive and kicking, really. And that we all live lives worth living, living our lives to the fullest. That's what it's all about. Life's too short to be bogged down by day-to-day drama, like not being able to bend over and pick up a coin or whatever, whatever your grief is. But you can hear the music and now it's time to end. It's time to end this lovely episode, which is, uh, you know, it's been good. It's been good. It got a bit deep there, but hence that's what's on my mind today, I suppose. But look, if you're enjoying the show and you have been enjoying the show, you can go to iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and you can leave a five star. There's a little five star thing that you can do now on Spotify, which really helps the show. It really helps me boost my confidence to try and do more right and you can go to the facebook page or the facebook group and leave a like on the page and maybe you can put some feedback in there i post in there every day pretty much about you know just trying to self-promote or whatever the, the you know whatever i'm doing trying to share it share the journey or whatever and i you should i <laughs> you guys should go and follow the instagram page if you want to follow the instagram page there's no pressure but you can go to uh, my mind podcast that's the instagram name and it's no vows it's m-y-m-n-d-p-d-c-s-t on twitch it's the same on youtube it's the same on twitter it's the same m-y-m-n-d-p-d-c-s-t and you can you can follow it there and, and like all the photos or whatever and see see some content if you're looking for some exclusive exclusive 
audio story content. I'm doing. I'm going to do a video today explaining kind of the making of it or process of some of the characters. You can go to Patreon.com/slash My Mind With. I'm pretty sure I'll put a link in the episode anyway. You can go to the My Mind With Stephen Taylor Patreon page and you can sign up for the very very low price of three dollars a month and you can get unbridled access to the full Marchetti Family Value series. We're up to the last episode now. So the last episode is coming out this week. So I hope you all do enjoy it and I will see you all soon. Thank you.